Hi, and welcome to today's SME Business Podcast. Your host, Mark, will be joining you to interview a founder of an SME business each week, highlighting lessons learned and revealing insights. Listen and learn each week on how to get and stay ahead. Hi, dear listeners. Thank you for tuning in for the next episode of the SME Business Podcast. Today, we're joined by Lehi Kafri. Lehi Kafri is a health and fitness coach that helps business professionals eat and train and balance with their career with our three-step system. Lehi has been doing this for over a decade. She has a master's in exercise science. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me, Mark. Yes, so, um, yeah, again, you know, like uh, uh, for listeners, you know, um, um, something different um you know uh, guest wise which is great you know like uh, um, we need to you know listen to uh, lots of different industries i think um, it might help you know the help our own company uh, improve or uh, help our own you know fitness improve in this case <laughs> um so yeah and not to give too much away but, um, can, can you tell me a bit more about yourself and how you got into entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship? Yes, absolutely. Um, so I've always been, um, you know, in athletics and grew up just fitness all around. So I knew that at some point I was going to do a job having to do with fitness and health just because I was so passionate about it. So I kind of took the normal route of going to college and in getting my bachelor's in kinesiology and then taking, you know, my certifications to be a personal trainer um, as just like a normal rite of passage. Um, and then I went on to get my master's just because I really wanted to understand everything on a nutritional level as well, because exercise and nutrition go hand in hand. So I got my master's in exercise science, which had an emphasis on nutrition. And then once I got out of that, I started working at a gym, um, actually a gold's gym in Austin, where it's like one of, one of the biggest ones um, there. And, you know, I was super successful, but then what I found was, you know, two years into it, I had so many clients that I was burned out, like I was starting to burn out. And I could see that, you know, if I didn't, like if there's just one of me and only so many hours in the day, and I obviously wanted to make more money. Um, and at gyms, you know, they take 40% of every session. So that was like a huge pay cut, you know, from what I was selling anyway. So for myself, I was like, you know, how do I, how do I break away from like the big box gym and like go out on my own and have my own business for real? So that yes, was, yes, in, yes. yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, no, like it uh, completely makes sense. And you go like, well, you know, like why I'm paying 40% um, while, while, while I'm delivering the services, that kind of thing. Um, and then you know, like you, you, you then have to fit in, you know, what 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 the gym ethos is, and that, that kind of thing. thing. Uh, uh, but yeah, oh, but gold yeah, is a busy, uh, a big one. Um, as a, f a funny backstory there, like uh, I'm originally Dutch, and um, I, there was a gold's gym in um, in the small town I lived in, where like suburbia, and um, it was a gold's gym. But uh, of course, it wasn't actual official franchise, but because it said gold's gym, like everybody assumed, like it was part of the original chain, that kind of thing. Um, but, but I just yeah, remember everywhere. as well, like, uh, <laughs> you know, like, like go, go. going like there were like uh, it was like one of two first twenty four seven gyms in in Netherlands back then, um, 
and you know you just go like okay you know um, funny enough like like why did you decide to open this suburban town and yes it was like the center of the country kind of thing but it was kind of funny you know so i would like go and work out like three o'clock in the morning um, um oh wow with, like, with, like, <laughs> with cab drivers and whatever um and i would look at me like like why are you here and i was like well i was just like you know like this is nice and quiet um so yeah it's funny like gold's gym is like um yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's a big one like, yes it's like uh, uh i I'm, I'm not you know too familiar with all the ones but like everybody knows gold's gym uh, so yeah um and austin, austin you know, you like know awesome like place, place to be, to be. Um, yeah super fun um, um and then yeah talking about fitness you know like uh you know uh, you know slightly way whatever um uh fitness you know like it's 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 not important just as a business of course but it's also important for business um um, so yeah, I was, the next question coming to that is like, um, what do you do to help your clients achieve? Oh yeah, absolutely. So, you know, when it finally came to that, I had to, you know, make a move and go out on my own, which was like where my entrepreneurship journey started. Um, I hired a mentor who basically taught me how to pivot my business online. Um, and how I could, you know, instead of having, you know, so many hours in the day to work with people that I could work with so many more online, cut my time in half, uh, get back the 40% that I was, you know, taking as a cut and just make way more money and have just more time freedom back. So I think pivoting um, into the online space was one of the biggest shifts and best shifts when it came to like my journey in entrepreneurship. And then, you know, from there, I had all types of clients all over the country, um, some out of country too. Um, but the biggest thing for my clients is really helping them understand what their balance is because everybody's is different. Everybody has different goals and there's going to have to be a structure, but that fits into their lifestyle because so much of the time people try to choose a diet or a workout program that they try to fit into their life when if it's if you know if it's not a good fit no matter how hard they try it's just not going to happen so it's really just helping my clients understand like what is their day-to-day -day routine and lifestyle look like and let's choose something that actually falls into that day-to-day -day routine and serves them rather than creates another burden or another chore that they yeah, I, I fall in the same trap myself where i go like you know like somebody goes like oh yeah you can spend like two hours in the morning in the gym it's like um, and then you go like, well, no, actually, I don't have the time because I have to go back in time pre-COVID <laughs> and to get, you know, kids ready for school, that kind of thing. Um, so you have to be like, hey, you know what, if I set myself up for a gym schedule that I can't keep, then I'm already going to burn out quickly because um, yeah, I set myself up for failure, that kind of thing. Exactly. Um, which doesn't, which work. doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And people um, tend, um, oh, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, no, just like you said, everybody's lifestyle is different. Like some people have kids, some people don't. Like I know that when I was in college, I could work out two hours a day, six days a week, but it's because I was single and in college and didn't have any other responsibilities. So yes, yeah, yes. just like you said, it's totally different for everyone. Yes, and then like I'm wondering as well, like what's the problem that you see with the fitness and the diet industry? industry. Yeah, um, the biggest problem is that the fitness and diet industry sell temporary solutions, which basically gives a person a quick win, but they can't sustain that solution because it is temporary. And so what happens is 
when they burn out, when they, you know, are back to square one and they want to get motivated again, they come back to the fitness and diet industry that gives them another gimmick, another short-term solution. So they keep coming back and they keep paying more. And so my job and my biggest mission for my business and just for my clients is you know, level the playing field and give them a solution that is lifestyle, that is going to help, that is going to be lasting, not just, not just three months from now, like all those 90 day programs, not six months from now. I'm talking a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, like what can you do nutritionally and exercise wise that you could do forever? That it's something that you enjoy, but you also, you know, have some discipline where you could fit it in to your day and keep it consistent for life. And so that's where I really think the diet and fitness industry, they create these regimens that are so hard to stay on top of for the long term. And so that's why people give up. That's why people get frustrated um, is because they're having to start over all the time. And it's not their fault because they're choosing something that, like you said, they're not going to be able to keep up with. So they're in, in, inevitably shooting themselves in the foot every single time. I completely agree. It's like it's one of those things where, you know, you, you do a quick sprint, if you will. Um, uh, but let's be honest, it, it's about the marathon, that kind of thing. Um, and then let, let's not even talk about, you know, diet. <laughs> um, you know, like um, um, a lot of it is like processed food. People work more. Um, so there's less fresh food being made. Um, then it doesn't help as well that, that fresh foods, depending on where you live, it can be quite expensive or you live in food deserts, if you will, where the only food you can get is unhealthy. Um, so, yeah, um, it, it's just one of those things that where the industry can do better. But to be fair, uh, I think governments also can do better where, you know, they should be more aggressive with, with making unhealthy foods less uh, attractive. Um, and yes, I know sugar is attractive, but they can do other stuff where, um, you know, to do, you know, like even like, I'm not saying like they should come up with a government cookbook or whatever, because that sounds very like rationing. <laughs> um, but, but, but yeah, you know, like, you know, like, no, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, yes, yes. It's because, so, you know, yeah. they, they make the, the most unhealthiest foods the cheapest options. So if your low socioeconomic status is where you can only afford those cheaper options, but it's all unhealthy yes, food, yes. like that's where, yeah, the government should probably make those, I, I mean, at least make the healthy foods more affordable as well. Um, another thing, though, and this is why I love yes, entrepreneurship yes. and the private sector more than government, because they actually get things done and they get real solutions. Um, yes, but there's yes. there's companies yes, now. Yes. Um, I know that there's this company, I think it's called Imperfect Foods, and it's just foods that it's healthy foods, but they're, you know, maybe they're shaped funny or maybe they don't, they don't look oh, yes, prettiest. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and yeah, they get yeah. boxed and they're like 40% cheaper where you can buy that. Um, for a yeah, fraction yeah. of the price that you would get it at like Whole Foods or like your co-op, right? So definitely I think, you know, if yes, people yes. have more information about like where they can get more affordable healthy foods or even just how to create simple recipes um, on a budget, which that's actually something I'm working on in my own like projects. <laughs> um, I think it's just knowledge is power yes, yes. and when they're educated and when you know what to do, it makes everything a lot easier. Yes, yes. And then also, you know, like, I think like, you know, thinking like stuff like keto diet, you sometimes go like, well, 
you know, for instance, personally, like I go like, oh, maybe I'm, I like it myself, but then the problem is you don't want to cook separately, that kind of thing. Um, and that's sometimes also where, you know, some of the diet methods don't really work in a family setting or, you know, multiple people in the house because, yeah, um, yeah, the other person doesn't want it or, or can't, can't, can't use, <laughs> can't use or, it or, you know. You know? Yeah, um, I totally get that issue a lot. Lots of things to think about. Think about. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, um, so, so what, what, what kind of things, kind of things do, you, do offer? you offer? Yeah. So basically what I offer, I have um, a one-to-one -one coaching program where we really customize your plan, meaning we look at your nutrition and we find out what are your parameters? Like what are the amount of calories that you should be eating on a day-to-day -day basis for your body, your activity factor, your stress level, your job? We really, really uh, hone it down to a range of parameters that basically give you the flexibility to eat what you want, but also give you the education of like 80% of the time you should be making those common sense choices of what healthy food is, which is just real food, food that looks like it did when it came off, you know, the tree or out of the ground or, you know, in the farm, right? And then 20% of the time, you know, have the foods that you like to indulge in, whether that's wine or pizza or cheese, you know, like the things that we know are like probably not the best for us, but it still shouldn't be off limits because inevitably you're just going to break. So I really live by the 80-20 rule where I teach my clients 80% of the time, make those healthy choices. And then 20% of the time, you know, indulge, have a good time because that's what's going to last. And you're going to be able to, you know, give yourself that flexibility, um, which is just going to be more sustainable in the long term. And then regarding exercise, I always tell people your results regarding how your body looks, it's first going to be 80% nutrition. And then guess what? Exercise is only 20%. So that means you don't have to spend two hours at the gym every day. You literally, I have clients who literally spend 30 minutes, three times a week doing a strength training regimen, either at home or at the gym, whichever they prefer, you know, especially after, you know, COVID and everything. But that gives them, you know, just the idea that, wow, I don't have to slave at the gym and eat chicken and broccoli for the rest of my life to have the physique I want. I can still lose the weight because that's all nutrition. And then my body, I can shape it the way I want through proper progressive overload for like training. Because a lot of times people just do random stuff that they see on Instagram or Pinterest or a workout DVD. And because it has no structure, they're not going to see progress <laughs> in their body. <laughs> so I always say like have a structured plan what, what? when it comes to working out. If you want to see like yeah, real yeah, it's results, funny you mentioned like, like, DVDs and whatever. Yes, yes. Um, I, 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 before my wedding, uh, back in the day, um, uh, me and my wife we did um, insanity, and then um, um, only white meats and uh, and fish. Um, um, and then you later go like, well, was it insanity that did it, or was it the diet and um, you know, from from sweating, you go like, well, like well, it, it was the insanity, but it's probably was the it was the diet. Um, um, but yeah, it's true. You know, like you you can exercise all you want, but then if you you know eat the stuff uh, wrong food and let's be honest, sodas and whatever, you know, with sodas they should just like put like literally uh, the amount of sugar cubes, like literally like an actual I don't know um, picture on the can or on the bottle. 
Um, so you go so you like, 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 uh, like uh, this is like, like four sugar, sugar cubes. cubes. Yep. Um, or 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 you have to go like um, you know like I don't know if countries already do that, but go like, hey, uh, this is a I don't know a snack bar. I'm not going to say which one, but in case somebody wants to sue me, uh, but basically go like uh, this is 800 calories, whatever. Uh, so yeah, that will be like three hours on a treadmill, that kind of thing. Yeah, and it, you're exactly uh, or, right. Or, like, five, 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 or five kilometers of walking or whatever. Um, I think that that's that's the way. Or or more aggressively, almost where you go like, well, if you have this every day, then you potentially you're short in life for two years, that kind of thing. Yeah. Which, Which is, is like, like you know, like, like maybe maybe not necessarily. Not necessarily Positive advertising, yeah, if you, but yeah, it's like it's one of those things where you know, uh, of course, you know, I, I still know that, that, that there's that there's still people, uh, even across you know, Western countries that that are you know, uh, don't have enough food, uh, but but we also have lots of people that that eat, eat or get too much calories, um. And this is the funny part as well. You talk about like uh, calories as well, you know, like, um, you know, back in the day, you know, like we, we used to like all go out and, you know, we work outside and whatever. And now let's be honest, a lot of us have tax jobs. So um, yeah, the calorie count doesn't need to be that high anymore because you're not like even moving anymore. Um, Absolutely. So yeah, so yeah it's, it's, it's one just... of those things where, um, yeah, uh, we all need to do better because uh, otherwise we end up, I don't know what movie there was, where they end up sitting in the like the you know the flying wheelchairs i forgot what it's called mm, i don't think i'm familiar with that one yeah, yeah. it's like um, it was like, it was like, like a, cartoon. a cartoon oh and then basically, basically, yeah. yeah um i feel it that sounds so familiar but like yeah you're right like we're not as uh active as we once were and you know if we do exercise no, no. once a day like that's still just one hour out of our 23 hours. Like, what are you doing the rest of those 23 hours, right, of the day? So yes, yes. it really, and I think, yes, yes, you know, yes, yes, to, yes. Your, to what you were saying about food and sugar and the labels of stuff, I think on our part, we just, and this is what I train my clients to do, is become a smarter consumer. Meaning, you know, when you're looking at foods, you know, really look at the ingredients and make sure you know what's like actually in there because a lot of times, you know, sugar comes in, I mean, there are 60 different names for sugar. It doesn't say sugar on there. It'll say sucrose, fructose. Oh, yes, 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 It'll yes. say xylitol or, you know, dextrin. So, and that's all sugar. And so the problem too is there's healthy foods now that we think are healthy, but they are also just full of sugar and a lot of people think oh i have no willpower i i i break i'm weak i'm not disciplined and that's not the case at all because they've done studies and sugar is actually more addicting than like other types of drugs like they found that your brain reacts the same way to sugar that the brain reacts to cocaine but guess what sugar is eight times more addictive than cocaine so what people need to understand, yeah, what people need to understand is if they want to start to break that addiction, they need to start looking at the ingredients and really start shifting to things that don't have so much added sugar in them and, and be better at consuming products and foods that are like just either more natural when it comes to sugar, like actual fruit, 
Um, and then using substitutes like um, I know that stevia is like a natural sweetener and monk fruit is, is yes, like, yes, yes, you yes. know a lot better for yeah, you yeah. just because it's lower on the glycemic index. But like those are like small things you can do to just start making those swaps um, just because sugar now is in everything. And that's the main culprit, especially regarding our health. If you think about what sugar does to our body, it just inflames it. It destroys our gut bacteria. And guess what? Inflammation causes disease. And if we have bad, like bad uh, gut health, that also is connected to our immune system. Yes. Yes. So things that people can do today is actually become smarter consumers, read the labels, make sure you're not ingesting so much sugar. And honestly, like I would, I, I'm all about not cutting anything out, like keeping what you love. But when it comes to like sodas and even juice, like I think a lot of parents think juice is okay for their kids, but in some aspects, juice is worse than soda because it has way more sugar. Yes, 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 <laughs> so yes. I would just say yes, like, yes. cut that out and you will be amazed yeah, at yeah. how your energy is feeling, how your quality of life is going to change. Um, yeah, sugar is definitely a big culprit, um, but it's, it's definitely just about paying attention and being more, being more aware. So, yeah. Yes. And then like, uh, portion, <laughs> sizes, portion sizes and portion sizes and whatever, you know, like cut down portion sizes. I, you know, like, of course, you know, this is not necessarily representative of the rest of America, but I remember going to Vegas and of course I know that's a special, special kind, kind of place. And then having like a, yeah, like a steak cheese sandwich. And I just remember like I could barely finish half um and i was just sitting like 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 oh, who, who can who actually, actually eat? eat yeah who can who actually, can actually eat, eat, the eat the whole thing, thing. Uh, <laughs> and then and i remember, remember going, going back back, to, uh, back yeah. home and i like no joke like i i had to buy new pants in america uh, <laughs> you know this is this is for your entertainment i don't mind making fun of myself um and then when i go back because of course you know like the average hotel room doesn't have a skill um i just found out like i gained 10 kilos um um and then of course yeah before you get it off it's like it's so much but then it's like oh yeah the portions like were messes and this is the uh, slight difference i also spent like earlier you know when i was traveling i spent time like in scandinavia and then for instance like with lunches i like they do like massive salads um so we do like a like a i don't know like a prawn salad or something and you look at it and be like you know this is the size of titanic as well but then you realize, no, no, this is like, you know, like if you skip like the thousand items dressing, <laughs> that's really, you know, you're eating lettuce and, you know, some fish and that's about it. Um, so my point was like, you know, it's, it's also like portion sizes. So even if you start, you know, like cutting down portion sizes for me personally, that already helps. And that can be like, you know, where you start. Um, and the stevia, that, that that's very good as well. You know, I, I remember it going about back in the day and people were like, Oh yeah, but it has a slightly different flavor. It's like yeah, but this is actually not completely toxic. It's literally from a plant. Um, um, yeah, so it's, it's good to you know like to see more, you know more. Um, 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 yeah. Yeah. You know, um, and the thing exposure to it is such more, more people. Yeah, and the American diet. It's that's another thing that honestly like. <laughs> It needs to be looked at again because, again, our portions are way too big. Two-thirds of America is either overweight or obese. And we have ingredients that are still okay to put. But, like, in Europe, 
like they're those are the same ingredients that are like banned in Europe and I'm like how come they're not banning it here like they're obviously so bad for us like <laughs> so in the end it's just about you know making sure my clients take control of their health by being a smarter consumer understanding what a portion size is like real balance but also filling up on the right things because here's the thing if you eat healthier you're going to not overeat the way you do when you eat unhealthy because the foods that are unhealthy are very much just these empty calories that aren't going to satiate you and leave you feeling satisfied so i always say like it's super important to like think about your protein fats and carbohydrates as like a complete plate and you have to make sure you're including each one of those macronutrients on your plate because in the american diet we have most of our plate is carbs and we don't realize it and then carbs become the culprit when really carbohydrates are fine it's just when you eat too much of anything even healthy food you're going to gain weight so it's really just honestly yeah, yeah. relearning mm -hmm. like our food habits that you know when we were little what are types of things we heard like finish everything on your plate you know don't don't waste food so like now we're adults and we feel like we get this big portion we have to eat the whole thing because we were taught from like a young age finish your dinner like finish oh, everything <laughs> <laughs> so i have yes, to like yes, reteach my clients like no like listen to your body when you're full you're full and if you're at a restaurant that has huge portions take half of it home like in a takeaway like eat and eat when you're hungry and stop when you're not <laughs> So yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's, it's 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 one of those things where, um, yeah, but we we can all do better. Um, so of course you know for for listeners that are you know um, going like you know like I need to do something, how can people find you? Yeah, absolutely. So people can find me. Um, the best place is either my Instagram um, page or my Facebook page, um, and that's just going to be my name, Lee Caffrey. So my Instagram is Leahy underscore Caffrey. Um, and my Facebook is just my regular name. So I put out all of my, you know, free content that has nutrition hacks and fitness hacks and tips and just little things that you guys can do on a day to day basis to be healthier. Um, but then I also have my online coaching programs. I have one to one programs, but I also have um, smaller programs where it's more like a la carte where it's like, hey, Leahy, I just need, you know, to focus on my diet. Can we just work on that? And so I can create more of a custom hybrid program for whatever their needs are. So, yeah, <laughs> that's where people can find me. Yes. Um, so then, you know, like uh, uh, other people listening, um, what do you recommend people do when they want to lose weight for a good start? Start. Awesome. Yeah. Great question. So the first thing that anybody should be doing when they're losing weight is first get your nutrition parameters like established, meaning know what your calorie range is, because even if you have unhealthy food, if you're still in a caloric deficit, you'll still lose weight no matter what. So the way that you can do this is if you go to my Instagram or Facebook and click my link in the bio, um, I have a free fat loss blueprint that basically takes you step by step and gets you, you know, your caloric deficit. 
for your height, your weight, your age. So it takes you step by step. It's a free resource. And honestly, that's where I'd start. And then with like, you know, any kind of tracking app like MyFitnessPal, start tracking what you have in a day just to get an idea of like how much you're actually eating. Because I have clients that they don't even realize that they're eating, you know, 700 calories a day when they thought they were having, you know, 1600, right? So a lot of my clients actually undereat because they've been dieting for so long. So what I encourage you guys to do, which that's bad too. So overeating and undereating are both bad because it's just going to wreak havoc on your metabolism. And we want our metabolism to be optimally functioning. So the best thing to do is find your actual range for your height, your weight, your age, your activity. And that can be found in my uh, free fat loss blueprint, which if you need a link, I, I can send that to you so you can post it for your audience so they don't got to like go dig around my... Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> of course, of course, I'll link, link in. No worries, no worries. So, yeah, you know, like, like, yeah nutrition um, first. One of the, yes, exactly. Nutrition first and then the next exercise. Um, and, and the under eating is funny. It's like... Um, I always make this joke, like I, I, I did intermittent fasting before it was like a thing um, because I, 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 I have this tendency to like do coffee in the morning and then not have breakfast. Yeah, totally. Um, but then I, I realized that actually like um, it's not really beneficial <laughs> because my body then is trying to hang on to everything. Um, so I was like, oh yeah, you know, like um, so under eating is, is a funniest thing as well where um, it's just as bad if you will. Um, because yeah, your body reacts to that. So that as well. Yeah. Yeah. To hang on to a thing. It'll go in survival um, um, mode. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so then so I was then like I was wondering, wondering as well. As well. Um, yeah, um, I mean, with with intermittent fasting during your time window when you eat, just make sure that you eat the amount of calories your body needs um, in that time window, and then you'll be fine. Um, so it might just be eating more during your time window of eating. So. Yeah, 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 it's one of those things. Like, uh, uh, I'm, I'm not a scientist when it comes to, when it comes to that, that, but yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, probably I'm probably not doing that. Well, so I'm trying, trying to eat more breakfast now, but yeah, there you go. Um, and then the probiotic, you know, your gut health, that's that's such a big thing as well. Yes, probiotics are amazing. I took, I take, you know, probiotics myself and such, and it's so helpful because yeah, a lot of it starts in your gut. Um, and then like things like sodas are like, like so bad for your gut and then even medicine can be really bad for your gut. So, um, yeah, everybody, totally. everybody should have probiotics. probiotics. Yes, um, absolutely. Yes. yes. Uh, I don't have I don't a affiliate people, 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 so I'm not, so I'm not making any money off of of this, this announcement. Um, um, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I have to say that in case you know some of those like, yeah. oh, you know, this guy is making money. No, no, I tell all my clients, I want them, like when it comes to supplements, I'm just like, I want you on a probiotic, but also regarding regular food, I want you eating like fermented foods because that's a natural Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes. And the thing too to like tell let people know, like the whole importance of probiotics is that it's just providing your gut with more bacteria and like you need bacteria yeah, yeah. in your gut to help break everything down. And yes, the reason yes. being is like if you have good gut health, that means your immune system is going to be very strong. 
And especially yeah, how yeah, COVID and, and, happened, and, like people are always being like, well, how can, you know, it's like you can't prevent COVID from happening. It's going to come around. It's a virus. But the one thing you are in control of is your body. So why not strengthen your immune system? And yes, how do we yes. do that? Well, feed your gut probiotics so yes. you have enough bacteria in there for good health yes, and yes. immune system. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and that's and the thing as well. You probably, you know, talked about this as well, but... Um, um, you know, like kefir and kombucha, both you can make yourself. Um, you can buy kits, and um, it's actually like self-reproducing, if you will. Uh, kombucha is a question of literally topping up, um, and kefir, you know, like you can buy cheap kits and you know keep making it. And um, if I can make it, then then anybody can make it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it's one of those things where you know the excuse is also not like you know I have to go to this whole foods or whatever and like spend a lot of money on it uh, you can easily do that yourself and um, get your kefir grains or your, your scooby for your kombucha uh, online um, and then start that way and, and that's really beneficial and you have a healthy alternative for soda as well um, anyway that you know I, I'm you almost think like I don't work in cybersecurity but <laughs> yeah I'm like oh anyway, my god anyway. Mark you know your stuff yeah, you know, I, I, I try to, you know, like I get older, so I have to watch my health. Uh, anyway, um, in the case that government official is, is listening, and uh, if you're not listening, government official, you should be listening. Um, I, I always ask every quest, uh, guest uh, the same question. What could governments around the world do better uh, to help small businesses grow? So I definitely think um, for governments, basically incentivizing like small business growth, um, whether it's, uh, sorry if there's barking in the background, that's my dog. <laughs> um, whether it's, you know, incentivizing like tax breaks for us to grow or, you know, even, you know, lowering taxes for small businesses. I think that's just super helpful for us, especially in the beginning when we have so much, you know, capital we're putting in ourselves and, you know, trying to build it up being small. Um, I think just, yeah, tax incentives and tax breaks for small businesses um, and even just like grants where if it, you know, if it benefits the community, I think those would be some great steps just to help like entrepreneurship and the private sector market like grow. Because like I said before, we are the ones that are creating like real solutions that can just be more helpful quicker and faster versus like the things that have to go through government bureaucratically that take time so that's what i would say <laughs> yeah i was yeah, gonna I was say gonna like, say you like, know, like uh, yeah no not like very good i was gonna say like in this team as well you know like um you know like i i really don't understand like you know like we have so many tv channels and no tv is made for entertainment but why can't i come up with a channel or you know, across the world, uh, there might be countries that have it. They have it, like mm -hmm. like like with, with, with fitness, fitness routines, routines. Like, like literally, literally with, with a whole schedule, schedule and on demand. Yeah, and then, and then even, even if, if you like, you know, if you're talking about grants, you'd be like, hey, you get a grant, and then uh, in return for the grant, you have to supply a, a recorded class that we put online, which also then is like in the end also a lead magnet for yes, you. Yes, totally. So it's like work both ways. ways, and then and then you also lose the excuse that people say like i don't have money to like buy uh like a i don't know like a uh, you know like online uh, fitness on demand uh, right um, right uh, class. class i don't want to i don't want to mention any names, names because, because then, then i don't want to give people pre-advertising <laughs> pre um, um, um but, uh, but you get we, my point where you know like why do we have 
five channels, you know, showing like shows like, you know, like, um, you know, where they make like ridiculous cakes and you're just thinking like, well, that's, that's like, that's 5,000 calories per slice. Mm -hmm. or, you or, know, you like, know the like the government, government should, should like come up with like a, a fitness channel and then, you know, people can, can work to act different exercises. And then even if you have people that, that go like they go from zero to like one exercise a week, that's already, already a win. A win. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and then, and then you, know, you know, they, they get, get more, comfortable, more comfortable. So they, 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 feel, they feel more comfortable, comfortable going, going to a gym, gym because, because, you know, they, they know. They know yeah. That, you know, I mean, they, even they incentivizing uh, people. That, that's, 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 so, so, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I love that you said that. Like government wise, I mean, they could literally incentivize like a free gym membership to everyone. And then you know, pay, obviously the government can like pay the gym to obviously keep it up and running and functional, but like being able to give people zero excuses, whether it's a financial thing or a time thing, like, yeah, have something like that 24 seven, like gym wise, TV wise, that's all based around fitness and health and that people have access to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah or even like do tax credits where you know, if you do your taxes with the IRS or whatever national institution, where you, I, I, again, it might be so in, in the US, but where you basically get to um, d distract or, you know, like take off, you know, what you spend on your gym. Yeah. So there's yeah. an additional, additional incentive, incentive for you to actually go to your gym. And yes, you can say some people might not go to gym, but again, you know, if you look at the whole population and you, of, of course, the whole population, 10% of those people then end up going to gym, you're still winning because it means that these people go to the gym, they get fitter, people around them and neighborhood and whatever see that they get a fitter. And then, you know, like it's like a, it's a, it's a snowball kind of effect. Um, maybe I'm too idealistic, but you know, like, no, like it, it, it should be it should in, in, in government's, government's interest, interest around the world, around the world that, 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 that people, people are fitter. Are fitter. Um, yeah. But, 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 yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. anyway, um, um, again, again, this, this is, probably is probably why I'm not in government. I can only hope. And then, yeah, for for the people listening to the the podcast that that haven't started business yet or want to start a new business. If a budding entrepreneur would ask you for one piece of advice, what would it be? Yes, um, my one piece of advice, if you're trying to go out on your own and do your own thing, is to hire a mentor who is doing what you want to do. Meaning, they are making the money you want to make. They are already living proof of and have the results that you want to have. So within the industry of like gurus and all that, I would definitely say like do your homework, make sure that this person is legit and real and isn't just a one hit wonder, but somebody who is time and time again proving their concept and just learn from who you want to, you know, be like. So again, they're going to give you all the shortcuts and yes, you're going to invest money, but I mean, we spend thousands and thousands of dollars on college with no guarantee of a job honestly, at this point, um, versus a mentor who can teach you real life skills um, that can help your business, that is golden. And that is worth the thousands of dollars that you need in order to make that huge jump in your business. Because I was going from making, you know, 1500 to $2,000 a month USD, for those of you guys in Europe, um, 
1500 to $2,000 a month and I hired my mentor. I spent probably over, and this was just a few mentors, but um, I probably spent over $20,000 in just hiring coaches and mentors. But what I learned from them just tripled my income. So I went from making, you know, $1,500 to $2,000 a month. And now I make anywhere from six to 10K a month every single month because of all the things I learned from my mentors. And yes, so, yeah, 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 yeah. A, a mentor is there. there. <laughs> give, give, give it a short. Yes. Uh, a mentor will help you with, like, you know, finding shortcuts. So, you know, um, so yes, you, you pay. And then, um, uh, but then, it, you know, the mentor can help you get to your goals quicker, much quicker. So invest in a coach or a mentor. That's um, my that's my so, uh, top advice. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And find a and also important find a reputable one. Um, as for testimonials, kind of thing, um, then check the person that is supposed to provide the testimonial. Uh, uh, yeah, because I mean, person, person, person. <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram and Facebook, there are some people that they will literally rent out, you know, a mansion and, you know, a Lamborghini and they don't, it's not really theirs and they'll act like they're flashy, but it's not true. <laughs> so just, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. We, we, we all we know, know that the, the, the same yeah. thing, <laughs> that, that, you know, no, park the Lamborghini in a garage, garage and, then and then be like, like you know, no, I'm, I'm so, so good, good because, because I have I a have Lamborghini. Lamborghini. Yeah, it's just like, show me. Yes, exactly. Yes, it, like, so your income slip. Um, people go like, yeah, I have a, I, I mean, I, 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 oh yeah, I do six figures a year. And it's like, no, what you did is that for the first time, this first month, you did um, uh, 10K. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, that doesn't, that doesn't mean, mean that you, that did, you six did six figures, figures yet. yet. You're yeah. on your first I'm first so glad you month. said that too, because a lot of people say, <laughs> well, no, the mentors that say, or the coaches and gurus out there that will say, oh, I make seven figures a year, or I make eight figures. Here's the thing. Remember, is it revenue or is it profit? Because there is a very big difference. <laughs> because when you cut out yes, all yes. the expenses, yes, and yes, then and you that, say, that, what did you really take home after you pay your employees, after you pay your taxes, after you pay the business expenses, what did you really make? And what they're really making is, you know, instead of seven figures, they're really just making like, you know, instead of like the, you know, crazy, like million dollars a month where they're like, oh, I make eight figures. They're really making 30K a month in take home because of after all expenses, it's just like, which again, I mean, that's amazing. 30K a month is great. But again, the, that's not being like, you're not really making eight figures though. You're just doing it in revenue. <laughs> so make no, sure no, you know no, what no, profit no, is and what revenue no, exactly, is. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. Yes, profit, uh, and uh, make sure you have your margin in, in check. Uh, you know, like I uh, worked what's for your margin? Yeah, yeah, I think we all know. So then, you know, like uh, you know, like it, it's it's new times, uh, uh, pre post COVID, uh, new 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 normal. Great reset, whatever, you know, um, um, whatever you want to <laughs> call it nowadays. <laughs> yeah. um, so, so in light of that, that, you know, and you know, a bit of a like a light, light question, question, if you if had you a had magic wand, what would, would you want, would you to, want make to make happen? Yeah, if I had a magic wand, I would want to basically be able to... Uh, <laughs> 
Oh man, this one I, I get a little stuck on because I want to do so many things, but I would definitely want to be able to reach more people with my message because it's about leveling the playing field and making sure people actually know the real factual information versus, you know, just sexy marketing and really breaking people of that because it's such a huge obstacle for people. Um, and then, I mean, obviously just I hope and wish that, you know, everyone would get the proper education of what real health is. And if we could get back to that and know that, you know, moving our body and drinking water and being out in the sunshine and, you know, socializing with each other is true health. Like we're, we're social creatures to begin with. So, you know, if we are good to our bodies and good to each other, like we're going to be healthy, healthier for that. So I hope that everybody gets back to the basics. That is, that would be my, my main thing. Yes. Yeah. Like, you know, like if we all get healthy and then less diabetes and people go from pre-diabetic back, back to back normal, to normal. Um, <laughs> in the end, in we, the end all we all win, let's be honest. Be honest. Um, yeah. um, better quality, better quality of life. Of life. Um, yeah, because we live in an age where it's all about sick care. It's not about it's not health care. It's sick care. We take care. Yeah, we yeah. take care of the situation when it's already too late. Like there's already disease. There's already, you know, so I want for the world to be more proactive. And, you know, we're we're more proactive with our health before it gets that bad. Exactly. Yeah, no, that like uh, completely makes sense. Um, Hopefully we get there and maybe this whole, you know, COVID crisis or whatever helps people, you know, think a bit more about, you know, how their health can help them. Um, we have to. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I think your it. connection, okay. connection is a bit. Yeah. I can hear yeah, you that's now. Fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Keep going. You cut out for a second. No, I was no, going to say, yeah, say yeah, you, you, you dropped you off, dropped so off, you were so saying, you saying something? Oh, um, just that we become more proactive in our health. And, you know, if we can do that, there'll be less, there'll be less having to like clean up and, you know, like do, dealing with like sick care versus we can actually have true health care by taking control of our health ourselves to begin with and not relying on a Band-Aid Yes, and then we can all like uh, strive to be a hundred years old. Brilliant lives, you know, and high quality lives. That's what I love. Yes, yes. Know, like, spend, spend spend time in the French Riviera, or you know, uh, I don't know. On. Uh, I've never oh, been, but not, I'd love to go. Ship, no, maybe, not, <laughs> not, no, maybe, no, maybe not cruise, cruise ship, ship right now. But you get my point. Get my point. I don't know, yeah, some, know tropical some tropical islands. islands. Uh, yes. Know, can, Cancun, Cancun would also would be also nice. Tulum. Nice nice uh, yeah. yeah. uh, so, uh, so, you know, we, you know we, we, when we, we hit retirement, we still have our health. Because that's really, you know, like, that should be the goal. You know, get to retirement and still have our health so we can enjoy it. So let's aim for that. I would say uh, thank you for your time. Yes, thank you so much, Mark. This was a uh, great uh, combo. I love it. It was fun. It. fun. Absolutely. And, uh, and um, um, I hope I you, hope you, you know, I hope in, uh, listeners also enjoyed it wherever they are in the world. Um, 
and yes, yes um, and I, 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 I hope to, hope to not, not talk about, talk my, about half my half next episode, next episode. <laughs> um, um, not, to, <laughs> not to embarrass myself, embarrass myself too much, too much. <laughs> no you're doing so good uh, what are you uh, talking yeah, about I'll yeah, see you on next episode Okay. okay. Thanks for uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in this episode. I hope you enjoyed the show, and I look forward to having you tune in again next episode. See you next time.